Hello, 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 hello. Hello, 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 times infinity. Oh, dear. <laughs> um, so, uh, <laughs> how are you? How do I make it an unreal number? Hello, times negative... Wait, hello, superscript to negative one. You can't top that. <laughs> no, what you're supposed to do is... Hel- uh, you're supposed to say infinity plus one. Oh, but that's yeah. not a real thing. No, but that's 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 part of the joke. I guess unreal numbers are not a real thing either. Well, so yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Numbers. Hmm. Hmm. Things that things that make you go. Hmm. <laughs> Most mostly numbers. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. other than numbers, how are you doing this morning? Uh let me count the ways. No, um, I I'm doing well. I am up and at them. Uh, like a fine piece of toast that just came out of the toaster. Crumbly and delicious. Oh. Uh, how are you? Have you have you had any overnight oats? No, just, just oat oats. Like on the stove. Steel cut oats. Oh. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I made them with a, a little peanut butter and raisins. Um. But I needed a little more water because it kind of turned into paste. Uh, that happens sometimes if you're not careful with the water ratio and the amount you're boiling it on the stovetop. But what uh, kind of raisins? Uh, Newman's own organic uh, raisins produ- so produced from a grape. Not golden. No. But purple. Right. Just the tr- traditional. Your, tr- your traditional raisin. Yeah. Your your old school raisin. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Your your What's California your, raisin. Your California raisin. <laughs> Wap bop <a> <laughs> Um what is your overall opinion? I mean, obviously you must like raisins enough to put them into something that you then will consume. But do you have any sort of like okay, so there's there's a there's a tray out in front of you. And on this tray uh, there is a box of raisins, um, a bowl of prunes, and some dried fruit mix. You got your, your apricots, your banana chips, your uh, dried pineapple, all in, in one bowl. And you're required to take one of them and consume all of it. You take the raisins, the dried fruit mix... Or the one that is in the middle that I... Oh, yeah, prunes. <laughs> uh, I would probably lean towards the dried fruit mix unless I was watching sugar stuff because I think there's more sugar in that. Um, the pineapples especially. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I like prunes. Um, Me too. They're, they're, I think, underrated. I think it's something yeah, that people, people associate do not with. Imp- with poo. Yeah, well, with with poo, but mostly with old people eating them, so they 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 can. Um, so it, it is not generally uh, I looked upon as like a young person's fruit. <laughs> I mean, like you can choose between either consuming prunes or watching a ski lift almost smash you mm-hmm. to death. Uh, and and that that clever reference that Micah was just making, dear uh, audience. Uh. <laughs> is uh to an episode of defocused uh that he was on uh it was very kind enough to be on so go to defocus.co and uh check check that out um i think you will I think you'll like it <laughs> maybe 
Uh, okay, so yeah, that that yeah, I, I think that prunes are delicious. Mm-hmm. Like they they're genuinely delicious. They're not just like, oh, this is good to eat. This is or this is okay. I genuinely like the taste, the texture, the underrated. Like it, it's an underdog fruit, and that plays into it for me. Again, with my robotic ways of of, of food consumption. Mm-hmm. There has to be something special to make me actually consider something more wonderful than just being what it is. And in the case of prunes, part of it is the fact that they're an underrated uh, treat. And I remember like growing up and taking pride in the fact that I was this little kid who loved it whenever my grandparents, uh, yes, my grandparents, stereotypical there, gave me prunes. Like they had prunes in their fridge and I would just snack on some prunes because they were very good. Mm-hmm. Now, I have so, a question yeah. for you. Do you like plums as well or just prunes? Uh, plums are okay, but mm-hmm. the, okay, so when it comes to stone fruit, there's there's this there, it sort of has to pass a test for me. Um, I am, if anyone's listened to uh, the episode of, um, of oh goodness, what the most important meal uh, that I was on, I am very, very adverse, averse, not adverse, averse <laughs> to the stickiness getting, like the stickiness that sometimes gets between your fingers whenever you consume things that have sugar in them. So like as a kid eating pancakes or anything where you used maple syrup, it was always sort of a task for me because I had to be careful not to get any maple syrup on my fingers because then it could potentially get sticky. Ugh, it's disgusting. So a fruit has to be good enough for me to sort of outweigh the risk of of running into getting that stickiness between my fingers. And most of the time in in the you know, plums that I've eaten over the years, uh, like the bad outweighed the good. It was like, this is an okay thing, but not good enough that I'm okay with the fact that it's caused the stickiness between my fingers. And so like, if I have a plum, then I got to go through the whole process of removing the stone, removing the pit, um, and then eating it. So like, why not just have a prune, which is delicious and is pitless and also is far more sweet because again, there's no, and also I can consume it with like a fork or a spoon or something where I don't even have to touch it and risk getting that stickiness between my fingers, which I cannot stand. So wait, uh, you, you mentioned a fork, a utensil. Does that Mm -hmm. mean that you are also, uh, somebody who uses a spoon or a fork to get popcorn out of (laughs) the popcorn bag? I respect I respect that that um, that technique. Um, I'm a person who will eat French fries. If I'm, I don't, I rarely eat French fries anymore. But on the rare occasion when French fries happen to find their way into my mouth, it's usually via fork um, because wow, ain't nobody got time for that. Uh, same thing with pizza. I like to cut pizza with a fork and knife and not have to touch it because ugh. Um, but popcorn. Uh, uh, wait, 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 wait! I can't. Let the, I can't let the pizza thing pass. So when you're cutting there it with a knife and people. fork, okay, go ahead. Yeah, when uh, well, no, no. But, uh, in Italy, you know, it, it is it is a thing that you eat it with fork and knife. Like that, I can accept. In America, it's a little different. So that's why I'm just raising some questions here. Like when you get to the end and it's just crust, do you pick up the crust and eat the crust, or uh, do you still 
chop that up uh, in, well, with your knife and fork? Or do you completely skip eating the crust? Oh, God, no, I'm not a monster. I don't I, know. I, I'm learning. I'm learning new things every day. I learned in uh, etiquette class in uh, something called Odyssey, which was like the gifted program in in middle school, um, that one should never put something in their mouth that one cannot consume with their mouth fully closed. Uh, so to answer your question, you better believe I'll make sure I have a serrated knife. Um, I, I hate flat knives. Serrated knives are, are the bee's knees when it comes to cutting bread and things like that. Um, I'll make sure I have a serrated knife and I will cut. I act, And I don't even do it piece with, with the rest of the pizza. I'll do it piece by piece, like cut, chew, cut, fork, mouth, cut, fork, mouth. But when it comes to the crust, like you get to the crust and they're like, you look at it and then like your cyborg eyes sort of analyze it and you you like pre-make the cuts and you can see, ooh, there are five pieces of crust I can get. So then I will saw it up into five different pieces and then fork, mouth, fork, mouth, fork, mouth, the, the last five pieces of the crust. Wow. This is certainly news to me. But uh, <laughs> I... I... I will eat uh if you're if you're at a fancier pizza establishment um mm-hmm. as as there are occasionally in if the United States If you find yourself at a fancy pizza establishment yeah like uh pizzeria mozza comes to mind um you can pick it up just fine and no one will judge you but I I for some reason in that environment and in that setting and and with their crust uh the center of the crust being very thin and slightly floppy um with uh plenty of delicious toppings i find mm-hmm. it's best to fork and knife the interior portion and then i just pick up the crust uh when i get towards the end and it's less floppy uh not that they don't have a crispness to the underside of the crust it's just there's so much stuff that the structural stability of it being held in your hand you you, you may get it on your nice shirt so uh that that is an example where i i will do that but uh most of the time uh, much to my boyfriend's chagrin, I am a pizza folder. Um, I, I the 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 New York style, pick it up, fold it in half thing. I can honestly, I respect that. I, I like. I, I'm I'm not going to do it myself in most cases, but I respect it because I I think it's a very enterprising technique, and <laughs> there like there, there's something there's something very like pull yourself up by your bootstraps feel to it. And it's just like, it's just like the American dream in pizza form. You just, you just, you own that piece of pizza. You, you want, you want the energy that it provides and it's a gigantic slice of pizza. So you roll that thing up into like, well, not roll, but but fold that bad boy in half and chomp down on it. And I, I just, I respect it. I like there's a bit of a salute that happens in my heart when I see somebody slamming a piece of pizza that way. Uh Slamming is an interesting verb. I'm realizing, uh, retrospect. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, uh, (laughs) uh, we, we, we've probably dilly dallied on the topic of various food items. Um, yes, if- as as we want to do uh, now. Now, before there, there are plenty of topics that I do want to discuss, but um, we got a tweet, um, a Twitter account at Riam Riam Eden, um, <laughs> re, re, yeah, Riam Eden. Um, I like maybe it's like like 
you know, the the Garden of Eden. But anyway, uh, is, is, is it Rhea? Like, is is R Y A Rhea? And okay. then and then Meden. Meden. Okay. Okay. Meden. All right. Hmm. Yeah. So, so Rhea Rhea asked us to discuss um, the smart speaker toilet. Uh, thank you, Rhea, for for reaching out, and uh, any listeners out there who would also like their name mispronounced uh, and who want to have us discuss topics on the show, uh, feel free to send them in. It's not necessarily that we're going to cover it, but Kohler has a toilet that's a smart speaker, among other things, and we just really have to talk about this because I also want to discuss the fact that America is unkind to their hind quarters. Oh dear. It's going to be one of those episodes. It's going to be one of those. So right. yeah, let's, let's, let's bring into it. So, uh, <laughs> let's start with the technology first. This, okay. this was a device. Uh, is it still a device? Like, I, yeah, what what I, I think it constitutes as a device yeah. for, for for a couple reasons. One, it's got a speaker built in, but two, the thing senses your presence and opens up when you arrive. <laughs> Come sit on me. Oh and dear. Then closes <laughs> closes down when you leave. Pretty incredible. Uh in like the most horrific way. Uh so yeah, I, I it's fair to call it a device. Kohler created a, a device um, oh man, what is even, I forgot what the name of the doggone thing is. Um, I am stalling for time uh-huh. by vamping. Oh, the Numi Intelligent Toilet. Yeah. Uh, it's like can, the Numi Numi guy. Let me break down, Numi Numi. Let me break down the features and then let's break, let's, uh, let's chat about it. So it offers some, some things that you'd expect from what's probably going to be like a $5,000 toilet. There's like warm water cleansing. There's, uh, each person can have their own settings for water temperature, temperatures, uh, pressure, and spray. So yes, this is also a bidet. It's not just a toilet. Um, the seat is heated, and it offers a warm air dryer. So after you spray your rump, you can uh, get a nice breeze to, to, to dry things up. It's got a night light with ambient light settings. So when the room gets dark, the toilet gets uh, illuminated. It has automatic deodorization, which I think is pretty cool. The toilet cleans itself, and how and how, how I, does how does that even work? It did not go into detail. It said, <laughs> "I've got automatic deodorization." Moving on, uh, it automatically flushes, which I would expect. Um, again, it automatically opens and closes. One of the things that I actually think is cool, and I just want Kohler to like make this product separately, is a built-in foot warmer. So you can like walk up to it. And maybe you're just like in the restroom, you just brushed your teeth and you're about to walk out and you're like, man, my toesies are cold. You go and you walk in front of the, the toilet and it blows out some some warm air. Although there is one concern that I have with that, which is the fact that not everybody always makes it into the toilet every single time. And the worst thing you can possibly do for things that have unpleasant odors is warm them up. So keep oh. that in mind. Uh, and then last but not least, of course, I didn't, the, the I didn't speakers. need to keep that in mind. <laughs> keep it in mind. Hold mm. it in there forever because it's not going away. Right. And so the speakers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bluetooth speakers built into mm-hmm. the toilet. I mean, 
are you gonna <laughs> why would you jam while you jam i don't i don't understand this doesn't that, that would okay not everybody i i realize that not everybody's built the same way some people can't uh eliminate waste while they're at work uh or around other people some people need to be in their own sort of privacy zone um some people may actually need some music or a podcast. <laughs> Can you imagine a voice coming from your toilet oh, while you're God. using a toilet? It's just the concept here is very odd to me because I guess like if I wanted a a speaker in my bathroom that bad, am I either going to get like a waterproof speaker or I'm going to be wealthy enough to just have one like built, you know, have those uh things fitted into the ceiling sort of recessed speaker system in in my house i don't i don't want my toilet playing beyonce while i'm doing my business mm-hmm. uh, but uh yeah i i no this is not a real thing it's not gonna happen they're gonna sell like five of these um and it's gonna be people who have more money than sense and uh there are already going to be people who probably have heated flooring in their bathrooms and probably already have a sound system in their bathrooms etc uh it, it's it, this is just an an excessive uh mm-hmm. curiosity um yeah it's it's like it to me it, it seems like a, a concept car mm-hmm well, I it's, mean, this is CES, so it's... I am worried it would drive away, Joe. I'm not even going to lie to you. That would be my biggest concern, is sitting down on this bad boy, and you say the wrong thing, and suddenly it's like, well, here we go on a journey, which that would be its voice if it had one. Oh, and it's horrifying. <laughs> suddenly you're just driving around the house, unable to control... <laughs> control not only the vehicle but also your bowels because you're pretty darn terrified oh dear uh yeah no i don't think that's happening um i yeah yeah but uh but not for you ben and this is this is this is a no (laughs) Um, that's a a big no from joe yeah big no from joe uh but but thanks to to listener raya for sending this in uh we, we both really appreciate that yeah mr meaden um mm-hmm. it's really kind of you to uh do that and uh i love your work um with tortillas uh so moving on let's talk about that thing on your wrist joe i need to know everything i need to which you'll you'll reveal uh this is very dramatic you'll reveal what that thing is in a moment but I'm going to go ahead and ask like the the big questions so you can just sort of monologue for a second. I want to know what possessed you to go out and get this thing. I want to know sort of if you feel like this is a change of, of heart uh, or excuse, excuse me, uh, if this is a change of heart or if this is something that maybe you always expected you'd do, whether you surprised yourself with it, what you're liking, what you're hating. I know one thing you're hating. Uh, so just like, I just want all the deets, but of course, first start by sharing with the listeners what uh, now, possibly, I don't know if it adorns it at this very moment, but what now adorns your wrist? I have received as a gift uh, the Apple Watch Series 3 uh, the Wi-Fi GPS, not the LTE one, um, and it's the uh, the space gray aluminum um, sporty whatever blob thing. 
uh and uh 42 millimeter whatever uh not uh, nothing super special or outlandish or top of the line really um but uh but yeah it was a it was a gift uh for christmas um it, it, uh from from my boyfriend uh i got him a uh enamel uh cast iron uh dutch oven um that was relatively large and he wasn't sure what to get me and he was trying to come up with ideas and uh eventually settled on on this and flat out asked me if it would be a good present and i said you know it actually would be a good present because it's something i would just not buy for myself because i would think Uh it would be frivolous but that's you know kind of what makes a good gift so i said if that's what you're getting then don't tell me and then he just there was i i knew exactly and then i picked it out and everything and um he uh actually left the apple store because there was a wait and so i paid for it um (laughs) but (laughs) then we just we just you know so it was it was a huge surprise to me uh when i when i opened the box but uh yeah i i uh had that experience i also have to say um apple stores not fun uh not not fun anymore uh but uh but i've have had this basically for a week um and uh i i've done some exercise things with it uh and you'd like to think at least i would like to think that i am um a smart enough person that i'm not gonna let um some little notification message about closing a ring um get to me and like make me do anything but it totally does (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> see yes you you want to be better like better with the biggest air quotes possible i think like as humans ga- well for certain humans gamification is totally fine they don't care it's just like they they completely live in it my partner is an example of that i think i talked about it before but when he got a car that's um eco-friendly uh he would send me whenever he first got the car like you're you're driving if you're driving well and you're driving economically um there's a little plant uh graphic in the dashboard that grows leaves over time and for the first month he would send me photos of this plant he was so proud of his plant today i got 12 leaves to get today i got 10 leaves um and it was That's hilarious not really to what me. i like, expected shane to sound like no, yeah, that's uh, that. That is what he sounds like, though. True to true to life. Um, but uh, so for me, though, I think that you and I are similar in that way. Uh, I don't want to be gamified, but at the same time, it's like it works, and it's 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 for a very positive thing. Um, although it it didn't work for you with uh, breathe. Eh? No. Um... That one, that one was a the bridge too far. Uh, with, the, with the other ones, it was like you know you're kind of contributing to them through things you're already doing. So it's not um, imp- trying to impose uh, a system on you. You're it's just sort of encouraging you to continue with things. Uh, with with breathe, I have no um, uh, breathing meditation uh, workflow in my life. 
nor, nor do I think I need one. I don't need something to boss me around and tell me that I need to relax. I don't need to relax. It needs to relax. You need to just monitor yourself. Watch is what I think. Uh, I think I think I'm perfectly well adjusted. But I'm uh, marking the time mm-hmm. twenty three forty six, so you know when you can go in and censor. I'm just gonna say though, I got a message out of nowhere where Joe said to me, "The Breathe app can go." F- itself so we could definitely tell uh how how well adjusted and how how he does not need uh the breathe app at all to help him be a calmer more rounded individual no of course not i don't need 47. it <laughs> no it's, uh, but, but it, it is i don't know if it's just the phrasing or just the automatic insistence that you do something with it or what i but... don't like it either i i don't like it either see there why why don't you like it is it the same reason that i don't like it uh it's i think it is it's it's the fact that so yeah with the the activity thing the the coach will remind you like throughout the day hey uh you know by this time yesterday you were farther along in your goal so you might want to pick up the pace that you know there'll they'll be different ones built in oh, like that i got that one the other day um and i was busy uh i was like in the middle of a bunch of like very intense work stuff and so i was just like you can go screw off like <laughs> how dare you <laughs> sir kind it, it, of thing it, it bothers me when these notifications have no context awareness for like is this yeah. a good time to be bothering you about this thing that doesn't ultimately seem to matter right at this very minute but uh but yes i i agree continue with your story uh, about the brief. well i was just gonna say like those i I don't like them in the sense that I feel sort of feel some shame, <laughs> whatever, whatever those pop up. But I do like them in that. And, and I like uh, the activity stuff because, you know, as you're as you're sort of noting there, this is stuff that you are just doing like you're you're walking around and you're standing throughout the day and maybe you know it pops up and it's like hey you you haven't stood much today so you sort of readjust but it's not the same as this thing that's saying okay you need to stop everything that you're doing right now and you need to just have a moment here uh and then you have to like perform and it's like dance dance person dance almost because you have to stop and perform for the watch in order for the watch to give you credit so i end up shutting that off now that said perhaps we're flawed humans who really should like we're we're programmed to not want to take the time for mindfulness and maybe it would be better for our health if we weren't bothered by this and we did take the time like there's something to there's something to the fact that we are bothered, I think, uh, that we are bothered by this idea of having to pause and uh, take a breath. But we're okay with the one where it's like getting up and getting active and running around and standing and all this other stuff. It's like, hey, take a second to just breathe and take your mind off things. And you're like, no, man, you can't tell me what to do. So maybe maybe I should listen to it more, but I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, I... I, I... I've done the, the, all the you know basic things that people do when they get the silly thing. Um, you set it up with the watch face that you want, and you tweak all the little thingies and stuff. So, you know, nothing abnormal, really. Um, I uh, don't really... I've never... Okay, I'll be perfectly honest. I've never seen much of a point in the analog watch faces that uh, pretend like they're watches um rather than just being a digital watch uh just Mm. because 
it I guess looks classier or something. Um, nor do I care for anything that's cutesy and animated. Uh, sorry, Mickey. Um, Same. Yeah. So I, I have it on uh, modular, uh, and I've got uh, the the date time where I am, which I would hope that I know that, but for whatever reason, it, it comes with the weather thing. Um, and then uh, the the home widgety thing, and then the activity circley widgety thing, and then the little workout uh, running dude. Um, so and, oh, and uh, also interesting. I have it all set to ultraviolet, which matches my iPhone case. Uh, A bit of the old ultraviolet. <laughs> uh, so okay, run me through the the not not the weather one, but all of the. You said the workout widget, oh, uh, the you, workout uh, complication. What are the other complications you have? Uh, sorry the the home is is the first from left to right, and then okay. the uh, activity, uh, and okay. then okay. workout. So uh, activity, that's when I didn't hear you say it first. And I was like, why wouldn't you have that one on there? Yeah. So tell me more about why you have the workout uh, uh, complication on there. And then I want to know about the home complication because I didn't think you had uh, too many smart home dealies. And so uh, like, I'm just curious if maybe you've gotten more or you just really do use that feature often um, in instead. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I have the little workout dude because I realized that I didn't like uh, launching the uh, app hive honeycomb, you know, impossible to find thing, um, mm-hmm. and then trying to navigate over to where the workout thing was and tapping on that. So I was like, I'm just going to stick you over here on this screen so I always know where you are. And the thing that had been previously occupying that space in the default settings was heart rate. And I do not need access to my heart rate that nope. often, uh, nope. so uh, that was that was uh, that was an easy replacement. Uh, the home one came with it, and I left it there, and I still just have one device. But I have used it a couple times. I'm not sure what else to put in its place. Um, anything else that I uh, have used on the watch has all been notifications based. Like uh, we use Outlook at work, so I get Outlook notifications. Um, which was a surprise when that happened. Uh, I was like, oh, <laughs> good, <laughs> Outlook. Um, but uh, <laughs> the, uh, the this, that system works okay, and I can dismiss emails from just my watch, which is actually uh, somewhat decent. Uh, it makes it a little easier to deal with than uh, just making the notification go away on your iPhone. You can't, like, mark the message as read or whatever. Uh, so that, you know, it's a little different uh, than that, but it's not essential in any way, shape, or form. Um, and then the weather thing, I'm surprised that I uh, reference that as often as I do, uh, because it's Southern California, so there shouldn't be that much variability in things, but uh, I'll still check it out and be like, oh, you know what, I should take a jacket, or oh, you know what, it's actually uh, kind of warm out, I, I'm going to wear shorts today or something. Uh, so, the- Well, it, uh, I got a negative 15 feels like temperature right now where I am, so you can <laughs> you can go to hell. Oh, sorry, it's a little chilly here, it's 53. <laughs> I will fight you, Joseph. <laughs> no, actually, I don't mind it, I don't mind it. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, I'm not going to be standing out in it, but I, uh, I I don't mind the fact that it's it's a little chilly. It's actually uh, two degrees, but with wind chill, it's negative sixteen. Oh, in in London? 
Yeah, yeah. Here in London, mm-hmm. where I absolutely am eating my Jemmy Dodgers, and I'm going to have a cheeky Nando's later <laughs> with some buddies. Uh, let me stop that. Uh, I have <laughs> oh, I have dear. the modular face as well. Um, Is that a popular the... one? I don't know. I've always fast forwarded through the segments of podcasts where people talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I it's pop like it's the one that I use the most because it offers the most uh, complication adjustments and also the time pretty big. Um, I have the. Obviously, the time is the first thing that's not a complication you can change, but uh, then just the date. Uh, t- so not not calendar events or anything like that. I don't I don't want to see the events on there, but I just have the the date really big in the middle. So it says the day of the week, the month, and then the number of the of the month. Uh, on the bottom left, I have nothing in the top left. I like to keep that open, um, but I have three complications across the bottom. On the bottom left is Carrot Weather's complication. It's one of my favorites um, because it'll show you not just the current temperature or the feels like temperature, depending on what you want to set it as, but also uh, current condition. So it's sunny and feels like negative 16 degrees outside right now, as I had just noted. Um, in the middle, I have the Pocket Casts complication. And essentially what that is is just a a quick way for me to get to the Pocket Casts app so that I can um, click, you know, tap on the next podcast episode that I want to listen to or, or go back or go forward in a podcast. Um, and you can use the Now Playing Dealy to go back and forward, but I like to use the Pocket Casts app itself because there are more individual settings there. Um, and again, so that I can choose episodes to listen to. And then on the right, on the bottom right, is the um, complicate, or I mean, is the activity rings so those are the three that i have uh i changed my honeycomb view to the list view uh so it's pretty simple for me to get into those different things but mostly uh with the apple watch i if i'm going to do anything with uh home automation stuff and with HomeKit stuff i will just use my voice with the apple watch uh and ask siri to do it for me and um it's I used to have a Series Zero, so this Series Three Apple Watch is a bajillion times faster at getting back to me on on those things. So I'm actually finding myself using it a lot more often because I used to not, because it'd take forever to actually turn on or off the lights. So now it's uh, pretty great. Yeah, I was I was curious about that because obviously this is my first uh, device of this type, uh, and. The I, most personal device uh, Apple has ever made. Shut up, shut up, Tim. Um, but, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the 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 I have no reference point basically, other than my um, uh, perception uh, from what other people's experiences were with the watch, and I had seen people who have the original watch, and it was slow, uh, and that didn't positively influence anything in terms of me ever buying this product for myself um and i realize you know oh it makes sense it went it got faster and it's like well yes but you know you don't actually like perceive what like what is fast for a watch like that doesn't make any sense like it it just uh you know needs to be snappy enough that it's not getting in your way and uh, i find that this is that snappy yeah 
Sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There, there also does yeah. something weird. Uh, when I when I put it on the little, little charging magnetic puck thing, and mm-hmm. then I rest it on its side, uh, the mm-hmm. screen will flash on and off with the time. Is that supposed mm-hmm. to happen? Yes. Uh, it becomes incre- – it's called nightstand mode, um, and it becomes incredibly sensitive – to to movements so you'll actually find that you could if you have it on your nightstand and you're charging it there the idea is that you can reach over and just like lightly touch the table and it'll light up and tell you what the time is so uh as far as far as my understanding it pays really close attention to the built-in sensors so that it can feel your movement and yeah you'll notice like if you if you put it in if you put it on the puck and then turn it on its side, you could be like across the room and stomp your foot and that bad boy will light up because uh, it's just trying to sort of be ready for you anytime you want to see what time it is. But you can actually disable if you don't like nightstand mode, you can disable that in your settings. I, I'm going to do that because it was flashing on and off and it was driving me nuts and I couldn't figure out uh, why it was turning on and off. But now that you say that motion thing, that makes sense because uh, if it's taking the there's uh, it's on the same nightstand as I have the the humidifier, uh, so <laughs> the fan yeah. in the humidifier is obviously causing a vibration that was waking it uh, to 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 constantly turn on. So yeah, that's a no no, uh, no more of that. Um, but uh, uh, anyway, I mean, it's fun. It's a fun toy. Definitely a toy. Yeah. And again, I like the. I think that you you put it well. Like the fact that it was a gift, it makes a good gift. Something that you weren't you weren't just going to go out and buy yourself. And honestly, as I mentioned, it was not something that I was planning on going out when I got the the when I upgraded. I was completely convinced and completely certain that I would not be getting another Apple Watch until they. Uh, significantly made it thinner or they changed up the design just so that I could have something sort of new. Um, and the only reason that I did was because of all that heart stuff that I was going through. Um, that That's what made me update to to keep better better eye on all of that stuff. But um, uh, it's interesting sort of the necessitating uh, or in your case, like the, there were reasons in both of our cases, Apple didn't make a good enough uh, argument for me for upgrading and you just having one in general, but it interesting enough that we would want to, in my case, upgrade it in your case, have one. So interesting. Yeah. Uh, and, and speaking of your heart stuff, uh, any, any positive update you would want to share? Uh, well, it's positive in the sense that there are new steps to, to take and new, um, new, like t- paths to go down. Um, whenever I was in the ER, they did a bunch of different tests, of course, and those slowly over time were, uh, you know, seen by doctors. And, and then I finally got the results of them. Um, and when they didn't, this is interesting to me. And like, this is why I have no problem sharing it. Cause like, I think that it's really cool how our body is, is uh, this, it's sort of like a, a murder mystery, but internal, like you can, you can just discover so so many different things affect other things. So anyway, um, they, when they did the x-ray, they found that my lungs were what's called hyper expanded. Um, and it means that the material inside of the lungs is sort of inflamed. Um, and so when you breathe out, I can't breathe out as far as someone who has sort of normal run of the mill lungs, if that makes sense. Like your, your everyday lungs as they 
were designed um or whatever as they as they came um are not as inflamed on the inside as mine are um and it's just like it, it's it's called minor hyper expansion but um that coupled with uh a part of my heart that seems to be a bit uh the the muscle is stronger the the strength of my heart is uneven um is what the EKG showed and so those two things together are pointing to potentially sleep apnea so hyperexpansion of the lungs is one sign that sleep apnea could be uh something that I'm going that I'm that I'm dealing with and with uh, obstructive sleep apnea because of the low pressure that uh, happens inside of your chest whenever you have a sleep apnea attack, part of your heart pumps harder in order to continue to do the blood flow. And so it becomes stronger, which then can cause things like atrial fibrillation and other uh, arrhythmias. So if they can uh, – well, basically what, what the next step is is there's uh, some more heart study deals that I have to do, but then it would become a sleep study. And if they found out that I had obstructive sleep apnea, A, I'd get one of those Darth Vader masks um, to, to sleep in. But B, the good thing about it, uh, as opposed to some scary uh, other thing, the good thing about this is that – it's fixable. Like over time, if they can correct the issue, if it was obstructive sleep apnea, then my heart will, you know, return to even strength and therefore the arrhythmia would go away. So my fingers are crossed that <laughs> that, that sounds terrible. Like, oh, I hope I have obstructive sleep apnea, but it is better than, again, having your nodes ablated, uh, which is not anything that I want to uh, have done so yeah good news bad news kind of deal um but i'm mostly mostly happy with uh where we are right now so more tests in the future and more of the 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 murder to be solved well i'm i'm glad that there's been some progress that's being made and, and uh i look forward to uh you having this this all taken care of and and uh under managed control and so you yeah. know you can get back to your stuff um thank you mm -hmm. but uh uh has has your has your watch played a, a role in any of this as you as you thought it might when you were uh, uh going yeah to get it? It, what it's done is help me to be uh less freaked out by uh periods of time when my heart may feel like it's racing like i've i've dealt with anxiety through all of my life and so i do have a tendency to uh you know that anxiety affects me when i'm worried about things go going wrong with my heart um and so it's been sort of a, a gut check um where i can look at it and say okay you know it didn't reach the point that it did when you had to go to the er uh and so by sort of using that as a method to say this is just it just feels like things are bad, but really they're not that bad. That's uh, that's how it's come in handy. So um, certainly saved my insurance from paying a bunch of money, saved me some time and hassle, and uh, I think overall has been a positive thing, whereas it could certainly be a negative thing, and that's why I don't have a heart complication on my Apple Watch face so that I could always be checking. No, I don't need to do that. I, I'm fine without having that uh, always looking me in the face because like the, anyone who deals with arrhythmia 
like there's there's a feeling like you, things are wrong and you can really really tell versus um sort of just anxiety or something like that so those two coupled together um it's yeah it's been helping that way <clears throat> i I'm, I'm very glad to hear that um and uh have, have you finished watching the last jedi yeah <laughs> yeah uh i actually got to see it uh I think it was later that same week. Uh, I think it was like the weekend of, of the heart stuff. Um, and uh, Shane and I went to see it. And when we got to the part that was the part that was the last thing that I had seen before I left, he looked over and was like, are you going to be able to make it through the rest of it? It's like, yeah, I'm fine. You AS. Um, <laughs> so it was, uh, I got, yeah, I got to see the whole, the whole kit and caboodle. Well, that's good. Uh, and, uh, on that note, um, we probably, uh, I don't know, is there anything else to... to... Yeah. Okay. There, yeah, there's one more thing. Um, I wanted to know what, if you were to be hanging in a museum, what would the name of your painting be? Uh, oh. <laughs> you, you sent me some, that was, that was a terrible yeah. segue, but... Uh, Everybody's been playing with the Google Art. Well, not everybody, but a lot of people have been playing with the Google Arts and Culture app, um, wherein you take a selfie. Uh, it actually doesn't let you upload a photo. You do have to take a, a selfie, but you could just take a photo of a photo. Anyway, um, it analyzes the photo and then tries to find art um, that looks like you do or looks like the face that you take a photo of um and it mostly produces hilarious results uh but there is one of mine that i do sort of i feel like this person could be a distant relative of mine uh and then there have been some really funny ones and uh it's been fun having my friends try it out too and joe you tried it and uh there was a breastfeeding baby yeah (laughs) you look like apparently allegedly um, so anyway, uh, th- this app is trash. Uh, you basically, you're taking a photo and, uh, if you're smiling or if you're scowling or if you like raise one eyebrow, it will change what your result is. Like there's, there's nothing about it. That's even remotely scientific. Uh, it's just basically just trying to analyze like your eye to your mouth ratio, et cetera, stuff to, to figure out who you are. And in my case, I am one of a variety of of uh dutch people um uh, including a small baby um uh, <laughs> apparently named charity by uh peter uh de grieber um oh yeah yeah i like de grieber's uh you know he really has a fine brush stroke that uh <laughs> i i think speaks to the period of time um in which he painted mm-hmm. um and uh then there's a bunch of other stuff where there's uh just dutch dudes um from painted by good old dutch dudes yeah painted by dutch masters with the ridiculous collars um so uh i'm I'm one of them or i'm a small baby uh suckling on his mother um so the other I, day i was kanye west i don't know <laughs> if i sent you that one but, no uh, i didn't get that one um and then jason was very upset because he didn't care about this at all <laughs> but then he saw mindy kaling uh put something on instagram about hers and so he wanted to do it and he oh, didn't want to really? download the app and deal with all that. So he was just like, you already have it on your phone. Just take a photo of me. And so I did. And uh, <laughs> his results are even more varied than mine um, because he, uh, I guess they don't have, 
I, don't, I guess they don't have a, a an, an enormous collection of Asian faces in the collection that they that they they've put together, uh, because he is either this uh, Korean guy who sort of vaguely um, does not really look like him, and then or he's a young Korean girl um, who also sort of vaguely does not look like him, or he's uh, a a woman apparently of African American descent. Uh, so it's. <laughs> It's it's very odd. Um, I I wouldn't necessarily uh, say that the Google Arts and Culture app has uh, hit it out of the park in any in any means. Um, but it is uh, interesting to note the novelty and the spread of this this thing because everybody just wanted to do it because you know you take a photo, you see what you get, etc., and then it's something you can just uh, blather on about. Uh, and so uh, uh, it, it seems to have taken the the world by storm for all of five days. Is it over yet? Um, three days really. Uh, it might be over now. I have, mm-hmm. have no idea. M- might maybe have one day left in the mem. Um, be, I'm sure <laughs> like ants on uh, Facebook uh, and and their you know grandmothers are passing that around right now. But well, uh, the, yeah. that's the interesting thing is um, I think Google not intentionally but uh, unintentionally has prolonged the mem uh, because. It is an experimental feature that has only rolled out to uh, certain people in the United States and other countries completely don't have it. Uh, So there's still people, uh, quote unquote, dying uh, to get their hands on (laughs) on using this. Like I've had uh, now like four or five people complain that they want to use this app and and try it. So I think that there are going to be some sort of... uh, there will be some some layers to this where we do get to see, uh, well, you know, if you're in, interested in this, we're going to see sort of a, a rollout, I think, and more people will get into it. Um, so, yeah, that uh, that that's that's where we are right now. And um, I think that there will be a chance for um, <laughs> more people to get to try it out, like my Canadian pals who are all very upset that. Uh, Google left them out, and then my U.S. pals who don't get to use it either because it's only rolled out to certain people. Well, I I actually kind of think it's funny whenever these um, horribly staged rollouts happen because uh, people are so anxious to get it, and then when they finally get it, they realize it's trash and that they really need to to wait for it the entire time. Um, this is sort of what happened when uh, the the TV app um, for. Uh, iOS and tvOS rolled out uh, eventually overseas. I remember everybody uh, that I follow uh, on the, on the British Isles. Uh, they were they were super jazzed that they were finally getting this thing that uh, the the horrible American software developers had withheld from them. And then they got it and they were just like, "Oh, this is this is garbage." <laughs> and I was just like, "Well, welcome to the club, welcome to the party, pal." Um, but uh, yeah, I, I just. I, I am always entertained by that. Um, it, it, sometimes I think people have have FOMO that is uh, oh yeah that is unrequired. Uh, it's it, yeah silly yeah. silly FOMO. But I mean, no, I fall victim to that myself. So. Oh no, no, I mean, I understand the the silly is fine. I just but believe me when I tell you, you are not missing anything by not being able <laughs> yeah. to do this. <laughs> it's a pretty un un uh, un. What is the word that I'm looking for? It starts with a P, I think. Oh, no, it starts with an I. The word is impressive. Good oh. guess, Joe. Thanks for your help. P- uh, impressive. 
unimpressive. It is uh, mm-hmm. very unimpressive. Mm-hmm. Would you say it's also unhelpful? It is unhelpful, and I suggest you just not worry about not being able to use the app because you're going to be fine. And listen, if you are dying, dying to get your art comparisons, here's what you can do. You can tweet at me or the show account. Probably not Joe, but you could tweet at me or the show account with a photo, and I will snap a photo of that, and I will send you all of your art comparisons uh, up to four. Any more than that will cost you fifty cents a piece, but up to four. Well, they have to deal with international tr- uh, uh, transactions. Ooh, oh goodness! I didn't even consider the customs on those. Mm-hmm. Uh, any customs you get, you charges? Your, you got your VAT. I, you got your uh, your a finder's fee. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, that's unrelated. Uh, anyway, um, you, feel free to contact Micah uh, and the only Royal Micah. Tax. <laughs> Uh, but uh, but this has been another fun one in the can, as they say. The stamp Get it? Act. Oh, sorry, I'm still still calculating over here. <laughs> yeah, the can. Yes, I, I don't get it. Uh, the can is what you call a toilet sometimes. Oh, we're going back to the toilet with the speaker. Uh, it's called a callback. Uh, but uh, but you know, there there we go. You know, I ain't no callback girl, Joe. <laughs> uh. Call me back by your toilet name. <laughs> yeah, you you would have to name that toilet. Call new- me by your new me. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Put your peach right on it. No, anyway. So. Oh. <laughs> Interesting air horns that came out of nowhere. Uh, but uh, but have, as, have as a... they often do. <laughs> as they often do with your. Uh, toilet speakers. Um, uh, oh my god, that would be the best prank <laughs> ever! Middle of the night, someone is they they just they had they had a uh, they just had a lot of fiber for dinner. I a mean, this is like this is a long con. This is this is a whole day. You're like, oh, hun, don't eat out because the Blue Apron box shipped, and so tonight we're having kale and celery and peanuts and some beans and other things that i would assume would get things uh rolling and then you wouldn't say that part though don't say that part to them uh then you go to bed and then you're not actually asleep you're like those creepy monsters in every single short youtube horror film where it's like their eyes are wide open and they're laying on the side of the bed looking out except you're a person who's just a terrible prankster so you're awake but you pretend to be asleep and then your partner gets out of bed because it's time to use the restroom we're getting real asmr here and they go into the restroom and they sit down on the new me and then you go so you're gonna have to download like a soundboard app uh and you scare the stuff out of them literally and all is well and right in the world and uh that would be fantastic so i guess i'm gonna have to buy a new me because i got a prank to pull this is incredibly complicated and expensive (laughs) it is but wouldn't it be worth it no it'd be nice wouldn't I mean, but then you also get a foot warmer. And, you know, I didn't mention earlier, Joe, we I never got to talk about the fact that in the U.S. we are unkind to our hinds. Um, Really, uh, 
And we're also unkind to the sewer system because the way that we've decided to start being kind to our hinds, uh, as many of you know, is by using quote-unquote flushable wipes. Um, and those are not great for our sewer systems, but that's that's beside the point. Uh, there are so many more, much more refined countries who realize that it's not great to use dry rough paper on sensitive portions of your body and also portions of the body that have that, that end up getting lots of bacteria like it's so much better to just i mean to let me just put it blunt like to spray those areas and clean them down essentially a tiny shower uh every time you evacuate waste like it's it's a it's a smart thing and it's uh much kinder on your body as well um but then I have to consider that this is also the country with masculinity so toxic that some men won't even use straws because they're worried it'll look like they're uh, performing uh, fellatio. Uh, oh. Okay. <laughs> just, just I was trying to, to steer us away. And... Oh, you didn't want me to say that part. No, and then you... Okay, you, you and just... then I did. You did. Oh, man. Yeah. Then I did it. Yeah. Um, so, any. <laughs> Anyway, I, I don't necessarily 100% agree on this because sometimes you just want to. Wait, which part? Well, it's the straws. No, I just sometimes you just got to go to the bathroom and then you got to leave and you don't want to deal with like a process. I mean, it's all a process. Joe. Yeah, but I mean, like a process that takes more time. Oh, I see. Yeah. Well, you know, there are some there are some people who have a there. There's a whole ritual already, so mm -hmm. it just is like might as well. I don't yeah. know. You gotta I, have your I coffee. You got, yes, it starts with coffee, and then it involves like magazines, and it's oh. just this whole deal. Not not me. It always weirds uh, me out whenever I go to somebody's uh, house and, oh, and I use the restroom, and there's just all those like novels and no. magazines, and they're all oh. wrinkled and. Uh, bent around the corners and they seem very old and so it's just like oh so this is this is just like here for funsies like every single day and it just grosses me out <laughs> it's like th yeah, those are those disgusting those are not getting wiped down and cleaned nope but they're yeah nope gross ew <laughs> but you know poo is everywhere and <laughs> so is urine like there are so many, oh, there are so many modern, this is, this is true though. There are so <laughs> many modern sicknesses that are, uh, from the, what is it called? The, uh, it's, it's like fecal oral transport oh, route. Uh, uh, mm, time, time. No, like I just <laughs> I'm making have, a like, tea with my hands right now. You can't see but it. But <laughs> who is everywhere, Joe? It's everywhere. So that's all I'm saying. Uh, okay. That's all I'm saying. Like we were, we're constantly consuming it and. All of our water is urine, so whatever. It's just, it's life. Okay. <laughs> I don't, just, I don't know. I don't know where to go with that. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs>